Hello, and welcome to the Sensilab Creative AI Podcast, Season 3, Episode 1. We're in Year 3 now. Wow. And joining me live in studio at the console today for the first time in a year. Yeah. Yep. Physicist, PhD researcher, AI artist, Nina, the wildcard ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Nina? Wow, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. And a new voice at the console today, geodetist. Is that right? Geodetist? Geodetist. So the the science is geodesy. 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 Yeah. Geodesy. Or in in uh in Monash and Melbourne Uni is geomatics. But geomatics. I don't know how to I would I Are you geometrician. 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 That sounds cool. That sounds geometrician, magician, PhD researcher. Bitcoin expert. Bitcoin expert. Ooh. Lucia Ivšić. Bro. Okay. <laughs> Lucia Ivšić. Bro. Yeah, great. Welcome. Wow, that was cool. Well, uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Okay. Yay. And so happy to have you on. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And today's topic is what the world is talking about at the moment. Just it's Twitter. It's not just the world, it's just Twitter. It's just Twitter. It's the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. <laughs> no, sorry. It's the, it's nifties, NFTs. We're not calling them that. Not calling them nifties? No. Oh, uh, NFTs. NFTs. Yeah. Nina, what is an NFT? A non-fungible token. What is non-fungible. It? What is, fungible? It? is that non- Fun- non-fungible? Like yes. fungi. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. What, is, what does, what does that fungible mean? mean? Uh, not, 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 not changeable. Not, not able. Unique. Yeah. Unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, fungible is the exchange. Yeah. yeah. And how do they work? Well, thank God. Today we have a Bitcoin expert on the show. So, <laughs> so is, it got, is it got something to do with... Um, Blockchain. <laughs> Blockchain is the answer. <laughs> right, we haven't used that word in over a year, but it yeah. seems that it's back. It's back. Yeah, it was and always it's stronger there. than ever. It was. It's strong. Yeah. So basically, the idea is that they're kind of built on cryptocurrencies, and they allow you to have unique ownership of something digitally. Yeah, and it's all registered through the blockchain network. Yeah, that's actually annoying. <laughs> That's um, annoying me. Yeah, and I, I'm like trying to uh, form a sentence without the word. Yeah, BC. And why are we all talking about them just suddenly? Is it because there's been all these big trades with NFTs that have gone into millions of dollars and that artists are starting to adopt them as a way to sell crappy digital art or good digital art yeah. for lots of money? I think that they appeared already in 2017. Like CryptoKitties yeah. aren't mm. that uh, Yeah, it's new. not new. Yeah, but I, new. the new is... Apart from buying, selling for heaps of millions of dollars, I think it's also, you know, the idea of what you, what else can you do with it and, and yeah. the digital art and now Christy going, you know, mm, uh, with all the options. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's definitely new. And I think that, that all just helped fill this bubble even more. Yes. It's gone mainstream. So, yeah, well, I guess if Christie's are doing it, it's mainstream. But they, they did have a foray, as we all know, into GAN art two years ago or three years ago. Mm-hmm. They haven't sold much more since then, have they? So it was like a one-off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe the NFT was the thing that everyone was waiting for so that they can, even if they don't like the art, at least they've got something that's rare in terms of it being unbreakable. Mm-hmm. I was and, just going to say it's gone mainstream and I think that's mainly to do with Bitcoin and just the interest so why, in crypto. Why, why with, oh, because of yeah. because Bitcoin's mainstream. It's it's just a lot of just the stock market. I mean, a lot of things happened. It was just like I just feel like I was watching it all, kind mm. of 
like a domino effect of Elon Musk and the I mean it was just all kind of affected each other. I think that's why NFTs now are going mainstream because mm. People are taking more interest in crypto. People are obviously buying Bitcoin. Yeah, it's just like this. I've read this uh, article about this whole new generation of, uh, is that generation Z? You know, the way they're building up their savings is investing in crypto. Yeah. And, you know, when I remember myself in on college, first I didn't have money to save, but it, like it, it just it just wasn't an option for me. You mm -hmm. know, it just wasn't something that I would consider. And now I can see how this is more accessible than gold or, I don't know, <laughs> stock market. It, it seems actually, it, it seems quite easier to, you know, mm. go yeah. into crypto rather than stock. Yes. So to mine gold obviously takes a lot of energy, right? And so gold's a precious metal. There's not very much of it. That's why it's worth a lot. But to mine it, to find more, consumes a huge amount of energy because you need to get big you know, there's a whole lot of processing that's involved and you've got to dig it out of the ground. So the environmental arguments about crypto are perhaps somewhat, you know, no one seemed to complain about mining gold. I mean, maybe if your environment, if you're concerned about the environment, mining of anything is an issue, but no one sort of voiced like, should we mine the gold or not because of the environmental impact of mining gold? Whereas people are saying, should we mine cryptocurrencies or NFTs because of the environmental impact? My understanding is that they're not really meant so much for physical objects because there's only one of a particular physical object that can be in one place at one time whereas a digital object can be replicated endlessly and perfectly so there can be billions or trillions of them all over the internet or on anyone's computer so there's no authentic original in a sense i mean this is the whole reason why the art world is kind of going crazy about this is because for the first time a piece of digital art can have ownership by a person even though you can look at the piece of art in exactly the same format and with exactly the same quality just online on the internet. So the person who owns it owns nothing more than just the mm. token, mm. which seems kind of crazy to me. There's a historical precedent here, right, because with the advent of photography, there's that famous book by Walter Benjamin, The Work of Art in the Age of Mechanical Reproduction. And so he looked at how the aura of things like painting was diminished by photography because you could mechanically reproduce something with the same quality as the original. Whereas with a painting, there was only ever one Mona Lisa. So you have to go to the Louvre in France and see the Mona Lisa to see the original object. Whereas with photography, you can make a print and you can make 10 prints and they can all be the same quality. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly the artwork loses what he called the aura of the artwork. So the digital is not that different. I mean, it is different in several ways, but it's different in the sense that it's not mechanically reproduced, it's digitally reproduced, which means that it's like very little effort to make a copy of something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. cost very much. Okay, but it still doesn't have the aura of the original. A lot of it is all just human nature, right? And I think anytime you mention blockchain, I just think sucker, because people are paying like massive amounts of money for pieces of digital art that really aren't that great. And if they were paintings or something like that, no one would be stupid enough to pay that much money for a painting, unless it was made by a GAN. Yeah, are people doing it because getting quick, they own it and then they think they're going to make money off it? I think it was that majority of the people being like, oh, I want to just... Because like with cryptocurrency it's like that it's like do you yeah, know you want to like, you want to that's like the mentality of everybody involved is like which coin is going to be mm. going mm. up next like you just like you know like you see that it's something's trending on twitter so you're like okay i have to buy some nfts because 
I could make a lot of money, like a lot of money off this. That's kind of traditionally how. I think that's the main yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see, I don't see anyone thinking, "Oh my god, this is so amazing! I really want to own this." You know. I, yeah, I, feel I mean, more I get it's like trendy thing. I think, yeah, like the idea is really nice. I really think it's like huge. Mm. I think the whole thing is huge. So I get why people would want to do it because they want to kind of be part of that. You know what I mean? Like they want to support an artist. They want to like they get excited about that this is happening more so than they want to like actually just profit. Yeah, but I, I'm just reading about like this foundation, one of the places where you can actually uh, find curated digital art. NFTs, mm-hmm. and so they say that the site provides proof of authenticity. It's a little sticker that appears below the item description, meaning that foundations in-house curators can attest to the provenance of the work or that the artist is who they claim to be. Yeah, because in the old days, if you yeah. bought a painting at Christie's, you would get a certificate of authenticity. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. say that this painting was made by this artist. So if it turned out that the work was fake. You could go back and say, well, you know, they you made a mistake. This is fake. And so there's been obviously some really famous cases of forgeries where people have bought what they thought was a work by a particular artist that turned out to be a forgery. And they have the certificate to prove mm. that it was original, you know, it was evaluated by experts to say this is the original. Yeah. So I guess this is the same thing, but it's just in a digital form. Yeah. But maybe one of the things that is slightly different, you can transfer ownership and there's a history of that ownership. Mm-hmm. in the blockchain yes <laughs> and uh <laughs> that gives you the kind that's kind of extra provenance whereas a certificate is just issued at a particular place and time and that certificate gets transferred between people but there's no history of ownership yeah it's kind of like a title deed for real estate right that does there yeah. is a record of who used to own a property but the title transfers from one person to the next who who buys it and with blockchain there's a history of who's Who's bought it? Which is, I think, goes back to your point, Lucia, about subdividing because you can take multiple ownership and things like that. Mm. I don't know, but some artists are very excited about the possibility that they. I think maybe because for the first time in their lives, they could potentially make a living out of their art, which is always a great. That's thing. nice. Well, I mean, here's a question for you though. Mm. Like a digital-based artist, right? Mm. Why aren't you excited? Well, because I don't have any work to sell. No. <laughs> um, well, Maybe it would, 20 years ago for like you were. No, I don't career. think it would have made a difference because I mean I've sold work. Like I sell yeah. I sell work. Yeah, yeah. But because my work is not just digital as in the ether, like it's not I don't I've never sold a work that's just a, a computer file. Like it's always an installation yeah. or a print or you know, like prints are pretty common thing. So artists do limited edition. So they say there's gonna be ten prints of this and I ask the artist promise in an unbreakable bond (laughs) to never print or never sell more than 10 of these particular prints. And, you know, if if you want to maintain your credibility, you, you know, I don't think anyone has broken, maybe people have broken that rule, but it's very rare. So you do an addition of something and the first one sells for maybe less. And when you get to the, if you're doing an addition of 10, by the time you sell the 10th one, often the price has really gone up because Mm -hmm. there's only one, Left, so it is. It is always about the scarcity, like the uniqueness of it. To know that there'll only ever be ten of these in the world ever is what makes people pay. Well, I mean, okay, I did actually do some research. Excellent, Logan Paul. Logan, Paul. I'm not sure if you're familiar. No, you're probably better off not knowing <laughs> okay. who he is. Okay. YouTuber. Okay. Mm, yeah. yeah. Hugely famous. That's probably why I don't know <laughs> yeah. who he is. He's so famous, but tell me he. Sold 25,000 trading cards. 
He made like trading cards. Oh, yes, I did hear about this. He drove himself, like just kind of this little big picture. <laughs> Looks like a trading card. And each sold for like $2,000. And that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's that idea is like then transferred, like the limited amount. People are kind of like, okay, what? They think that this is going to sell for more mm. in the future. This mm. had a trading card idea. But there's another example of this one, and it's like the the most the NBA Top Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's something yeah. similar. Yeah. Well, yeah, he probably would have based it off. I'm only curious about. I haven't. I haven't like. I didn't do a deep research of the site, but mm-hmm. I saw that you can actually buy trading card, and you have like this one is hot. You know, it's like a really good yeah. sh- footage yeah. of uh, NBA players. But I'm just wondering, does that mean that no one else can access that footage? Or no, no, everyone can access. This is the whole yeah. thing that is kind of ridiculous. That people are paying. You know, like I'm just reading about the NFT gif of the nine cat that sold for six hundred thousand US dollars, which is more than but what um, obvious okay. got for their Gana. <laughs> and but you own the nine cat. That's awesome. But does it mean... Why is it awesome? I don't know. Like you own it. But, but my question is also okay. So if I own that. Does it mean that when you want to retweet that footage, you have to ask me, no, <laughs> am I not getting this? Yeah. It's I'm all over the internet. This. There's, you can no. just look at it on YouTube or you can look at it I on... I know. That's why I don't, don't get this. Well, it, it, but it does go back to the thing about the privilege of ownership. Right? Is it's, there a way that people can see what you own? Do Is there some kind of... Well, you just you show you it off, it. right? Like Do you, you just say it? Yeah, I just like I, I, I bought that actually. Yeah, and then I cat. It was yeah. actually me. I, yeah, yeah. I actually <laughs> actually, I, I, yeah, it was actually me. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My savings, my savings went into the nine cat. Yeah. Well, keep, hang on to it for six months, and I'm sure it'll be worth more. That's the plan. Yeah. So it's yeah. only this is definitely NFT 101, at least for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. Uh, I'm learning. It's all about the ownership, pretty much. So, I, yeah. I've also got something here about the Kings of Leon. Oh yeah. Releasing. An album in either digital oh, or yeah. vinyl format that's going to have NFT associated yep. with it. Mm-hmm. So, like Lucia, you're a musician. As a musician, have you ever thought about albums that you've released being collectors' items that people would own with NFTs and pay huge amounts of money for? Do you think it's a good strategy for musicians? Yeah, I actually think it's a good strategy, and I've read something similar about where the focus was on musicians and on any sort of performances artist not just the digital art mm. but more mu- music mm. because i think music was always a, a a big thing to collect <laughs> and it's like sports trading card i also think there's a lot of people who are still into collecting things mm-hmm. from their favorite pop stars or music i guess one of the things that made that a kind of interesting hobby for a lot of people or pursuit was that they were accessible. Like prior to streaming, to buy music, you would buy an album or a CD or whatever. You would pay for a physical copy of the music or you would pay for a physical copy of the trading cards. And the whole point of trading them was that you could trade one for the other. But they're also accessible. Like to have $600,000 to buy. I mean, obviously, if the card, if the trading card became rare or if the pressing of the album became really rare and there's only a few copies left, it's all about how many there are. Whereas in this case... There's always going to be plenty of them because it's always digital. So that's this is where I think it could come unhinged when people because they're really just investing for the same reason that they're investing in something like Bitcoin. Yeah, but I also don't think that this will be this expensive all the time. Yeah, I think this is yeah. Exception. I think this is yeah, like the moment where you know 
bubble will eventually burst. Yeah, yeah. that's Some for kind sure. Of small and I, it's yeah. just a question about how will this stay in our lives? Will it stay? I do think that it's going to stay in some way. And, and that's when I think that it's it's easier f- to apply this to real estate and some real needs and mm. maybe some operational things that are going to make our lives easier. And then at the same time, it's going to evolve mm. through like music, you know, because I'm not sure that anyone would buy Kings of Leon. I'm sorry if there are fans listening, <laughs> but like, you know, if not in this really, room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> have you have you met them? I uh, know I haven't. No, I just it's too it's too like too sexy cheesy to me. Like, it's so oh, cheesy, it's like, sexy cheesy. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like that sound of the guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I and the hair and mm, no, yeah. and dark room fire in the song lyrics. Mm. No, anyway. But I guess the point for musicians <laughs> to get to to steer the conversation uh, back. The point for musicians is that because it's so hard to make money as a musician now because of streaming, because you just don't, you know, even you have to basically have millions of streams for it to be financially viable for most people. So bands traditionally made money by touring or by through merchandise and other things like that. And of course, because of COVID, they haven't been able to do that. So now there's a kind of opportunity for them to release things that could attain greater value. And I guess one of the other important things that we haven't talked about yet is because of the blockchain, uh, you can trace back ownership. And so that means that previously, if you sold a work of art, like if you're trading cards or you traded albums, you bought it off the person and the person profited by owning by their ownership. So there is the potential for musicians, for example, if someone, if you create a one-off bespoke object that someone buys with an NFT attached to it, and then that it accrues value and they sell it to someone else, there is the possibility that some of that money could go back to the original artist. Is that... Why would it work like that? Because there's a there's a history of ownership. But once the person buys it, does it not mean that they get the profit? When well, they that's sell up it? to the. There's, there's nothing. That's only the technical facility to do that. But mm. there's not necessarily the political or the contractual requirement to do that. There is a moral rights that most country most Western countries have. Like Europe has a strong moral rights because often artists would sell a painting, for example, for a very small amount of money, and then years go by and they become more famous and suddenly the painting that they sold for a few hundred or a few thousand dollars is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars but the original artist never gets any of that money even though it's their work now of course if they're still alive and they're still painting maybe they can sell new paintings for more money but like van gogh for example never really yeah. you know there's that the, the old story about him, he never sold a painting when he was alive mm-hmm. so there's a question of whether morally that the the person who authored the artwork should receive some of the profit if it accrues a huge amount of value so it's a it's a moral issue it's not a legal or a technical issue mm-hmm. but the nft allows for that to happen okay yeah. but i definitely see you mentioned the youtuber i haven't seen what he actually sold but, but I, I think there's a lot of room for those sort of people because they are the creators yep. and they create heaps of content. And it's just about, you know, it's just a matter of time when one YouTube YouTuber is just, he, he burned himself out and because you have to be, you know, have yeah. a very fast pace mm. with releasing every day. Yeah, it's and, a- and I think that NFTs could be an avenue that they can take. Yeah. They're already taking. Yeah. To make more money easily. Yes. I think they're selling the other videos as well they uploaded. So I think it's a good like alternative to just add revenue for every other, like every influencer just does it for ad revenue. So it's kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be sustainable, but 
they can make money another way, does that mean it seems more pure that we're like paying them for what they're creating rather than like for this weird like third party? Yeah, right? that's, that's the whole thing. There was this article I read it yesterday and it was talking about you know, removing this middleman yeah. <laughs> from this entire yeah. new new generation of creators. Yes. Not just yeah. the YouTubers, but yeah, influencers and yeah. and it makes sense and it seems like something that could be good for them. Mm, well, I don't know much about this. Like I just did some really light research like a month ago, but it's all based on Ethereum, right? And Ethereum A lot of it is, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And Ethereum isn't just a crypto like ether is just the crypto right is the coin but then ethereum is like a platform and then this was their this was their vision that like this is the entire internet's like decentralized yeah and the dao okay decentralized autonomous organization and it's also everything is based everything started with ethereum yes and i think it's i I, like i'm happy about that i don't know because i remember like a few months ago and then like you know ai like ghana ai art was like Already on our Twitter feeds, people mm. were doing the like people were selling. Now it's kind of like the NFTs have really gone next level They've since Bitcoin it. went up. Like, like, but in like you know, like six months ago, people were selling like Gan art. Mm. I sort of over Twitter. Like, I don't know what the website. I really, I didn't even get into it then. Maybe I should have. Mm. No, it's been around for a while. I mean, there's an example here. There's just reading from the Guardian article about artist Beeple. He, he, he made this little short animation and it's like, a, I, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's like a naked Donald Trump lying and just people walking past. It's like a digital animation. It mm. runs for about 10 seconds. It's kind of fun. Anyway, he, <laughs> he, he sold it originally. So Miami-based Pablo Rodriguez Farrell brought the for, I think, $67,000 in October and then later sold it for $6.6 million. Yeah. Which is a pretty good return the, on investment. The right? person who bought got the full profit, right? Yes. Yeah, that's that's, that's how I assumed I it was. It. Yeah. So to me, it seems evil in the sense that, you know, futures trading is is evil in <laughs> yeah, the sense yeah. that you're not really contributing to society. The you're just, stock market. You're just, you're just betting on whether things are going to go up or down. So I know. That's, that's why, yeah, like the Ethereum stuff and like being like their vision is coming true. I'm like, it's nice and it's giving the creators an opportunity, but it all just seems just 100% about money and profits. And that's why, like, I just can't care I mean, maybe there are other artists who aren't famous, but these people like Grimes have got into yep. it. You know, so as soon as Grimes gets into it, you think, oh, it's got to be mm. trendy, right? It's mm. going to, you know, it's this whole kind of celebrity, there's a sort of celebrity culture attached to it, which is sort of self-feeding. And that's why people are willing to pay mm. millions of dollars because it's Grimes, right? Whereas if it's just John McCormack, I mean, they're probably not going to pay $6.6 million. For yeah, but you can like ride on the coattails of like... I could, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's certainly crossed my mind. I think, I mean, as a creator, there's no real downside that I can... Okay, good segue. What about the environmental cost? Oh. I don't know why this co- this argument annoys me because I just like I do love cryptocurrency <laughs> like it just annoys me I didn't really read into it too much. What do you have to say? I'm not sure. I've seen different arguments for and against yeah. about. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk recently just about general crypto using up huge amounts of power greater than that of some countries just to do the mining, and that it's a it's a kind of environmental evil like worse than worse mm-hmm. than coal-fired power stations. And, of course, this is the same thing because you've got to do a similar kind of, you know, to mine the actual token, the unique tokens and things like that. You've got to use a lot of CPU resources, which in turn consume yeah. a lot of power. So, again, if I was more 
read up on this, I'd probably have a better opinion. But I'm obviously, mm. as a strong lover of the environment, eco warrior, um, well, well, armchair eco warrior, I, I do worry about the need to endlessly run computers for no purpose mm. other than just for grimes to make lots of money. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I think maybe this is controversial, but. I think just the problem the problem is much more fundamental that the fact that like capital is put first like anything that will make people money is always put first and that's really the most fun that's like the underlying problem right mm. and so in any way we can make money like it doesn't really matter us being concerned about the environment won't actually affect whether or not people do this or not. If they're making money from it, they will continue to do it. So I just don't really think it's, you know what I mean? I don't think yeah, that's I mean, like an argument that's a, is going to change anything. That's a cynical view and one that I'm inclined to agree with. But ideally you would think that, for example, governments could regulate, it. maybe slightly more optimistic approach would be to regulate the amount or to but tax the... No. No. That's what's so good about cryptocurrency. It's that's decentralized. Yeah, but it's not. To be less and less decentralized. Yeah. And that's why Ethereum got bigger this year yeah. and last year. Because yeah. as soon as all the, you know, government institutions started talking about yeah. more, you know, just yesterday, the U.S. government released this bill to regulate those cryptocurrencies. That's why people are investing in it. The other Eth- ones. Yeah, the yeah. Ethereum. And mm-hmm. Because, oh, this is more true. But it's all speculation as well, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And also Dogecoin went up heaps yeah. just because Elon Musk tweeted about... That was a conspiracy, though. Mm. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He did it right before he, like, bought 1.5 uh, yeah. billion? Yeah. Was it billion? <laughs> I think it was billion, yeah. It's a billion, Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah he, he, he got... Did you do it before or after? He, yeah, I after. think the conspiracy is he got the attention away from Bitcoin right. for a while, and everyone bought... It was like the GME thing was happening. Yeah. Everyone bought... Dogecoin. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Dogecoin, I think. Is it? Yeah, oh, I, well, that's what we'll call it. I say doggy coin. That's bad. <laughs> we all do it in three different ways. <laughs> Whatever. But he took the the heat off the Bitcoin for a while and then announced it after. That's the cunning. Well, that's like the whole thing is so weird. Like it's just you know it's even now that it's like NFTs is just part of it. I think that's I can't really separate it. Like Grimes. It's a like celebrity these, cult. It's yeah, cult and it's just Twitter, and it's just like people mm. like, like you know like feeding the hype and then make more money from it, and then I don't know. It's just like this cycle, and I don't feel like I am the type of person. I've like the, I'm like the opposite of FOMO. Uh, I think everybody you else want to miss out. You want every, to miss yeah, out like everything. everybody else has FOMO, and that's why they're kind of doing it, and they can like ride the wave. But if I see it's like popular, I don't really want to get involved. That sounds I sound that sounds terrible, but. I don't really have if, the... If the chance came to buy something that you liked, like an artwork or a piece of music or something that had an NFT associated with it, and it was affordable, not hundreds of thousands, but maybe, maybe say it's $200, $200. But you're also thinking in the back of your head, ooh, this could be worth 20000 maybe soon. Would that motivate you enough? No, I think I'd only do it if it was like I just wanted to support an artist or a friend. So less $20? <laughs> How low would you go uh, yeah, before yeah. you? I would. I mean, I would buy an artwork. I would do it. Why not? But I wouldn't do it. I don't think I would do it to make profit. I think that when you get into it like that mindset, it's okay, hypothetical. But you buy. You have a friend who makes an artwork. You really like it. You think, yeah, I'm gonna put that up on the wall at home. And there's an NFT associated with it. You pay them. Wait, why know, do I need the NFT if I have that physical? Important part of this hypothetical. Okay. And uh, it's you pay five dollars for it. It's up on your wall, and then you start, and then this person starts doing more of it, and you start finding that now they're not selling for five dollars. They're getting you know fifty, a hundred, five thousand. Would you th- consider transferring the the token 
You could keep a copy. I would you have could still have a copy on your wall. Yeah. But you're not the owner of yeah. that one anymore. Would that I matter? I would. I would. I would sell it for so a profit. So you'd sell out. Yeah. Um, that's not it selling out. But now that's that you- just selling. <laughs> right? I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's- but it's you, obviously for you, then the integrity of ownership doesn't mean anything. So it's because you can't say I own this. Someone comes to you and says, that's, look at that. that art's, yeah, but- isn't that by that famous artist now and you say, yeah, 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 I bought it, you know, before in the back in the day when they Well, were. yeah, this is the this is the paradox of like the stock. I don't, I, I really don't know anything about this, but just like the stock market and like, I guess, cryptocurrencies is like you want to own it, right? But then you get, and you get excited when it, when you see that like it's going up in, mm. in value. Mm. But the only way you see that money is if you sell it, which means you don't own it anymore. But if you, I, my brain doesn't really. But if it's a digital, you can still keep the JPEG or the GIF or the, you know, if you printed it out, you've still got the, the physical object. It's just not, you don't own that physical object anymore. Well, I mean, you, you kind of literally own the physical object. It's just that the NFT says that you don't. You know what? I probably wouldn't sell it just because it'll keep going up in value. 50,000, <laughs> 500,000. No, I think it's be, it'll be like an investment. It'll be like at what age do Christie's I need the money? Do I need, the money? But it can do also, I need the money? For me, you we need can the money. go. Okay, yeah. that's so. oh, Okay, that's different. But what if, you know, it loses value? You know, why $500. You want to get that second horizon pool in your mansion, Nina, and you just, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be expensive and you're thinking, if, did I just, you know if I, I sold the... We could get the second horizon pool. <laughs> Infinity pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I even answered that question. No, that's no, a good answer. This is good, very non-committal. I just, I don't have a, I don't have a strong, I just don't know what I think, to be honest. I don't know what I think. You, I mean, you're deeper into the crypto I'm crypto, game. but this is just not. It's so similar. So have you bought any crypto? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've been investing in crypto. For, really? Yeah. yeah. And have you made any money? Can I ask? Oh uh, yeah, not. I don't have it. I don't have it in my. Yeah, I I, I did. I actually do uh, day trading, and beside day trading, so I have this amount of cryptocurrencies that I just buy at when they are low and mm. and sell when they're up. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. Uh, but I have a long term investment. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I just really think that crypto is a digital gold gold point two point mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, people with when the, with the rise of Bitcoin, remember, and it was getting up to I can't remember like twenty thousand dollars per yeah. Bitcoin, yeah. and then everyone, and then governments started stepping in. I think China banned it, and a lot yep. of other governments started to think, how can we regulate this? And then it went down, and everyone was like, oh, that's the end of it. But now it's gone up, yeah, and it's yeah. higher than twenty. It 000. actually, yeah, it went down for you know, it went from twenty in two thousand and seventeen. I think it went from twenty to three 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 uh, k, and then it it had the same fall, just like a month ago mm. but it's just it's already 60k it's like 57 today what i'm thinking of course there's a possibility that i'm gonna lo- lose a little it's very money. volatile for it to jump it around is, it like is. that it's very it's, volatile at yeah. the moment and like whoever is going into it right now i invested the money that i can lo- i can you know I'll, I'll be devastated if i you know lose it but at the same time it's not that i'm gonna die out of hun- hunger it's yeah. not something mm. that i really it's need just, it's like you might invest in shares yeah. or but yeah. the biggest argument for a lot of people is like uh what if what if they ban bitcoin mm. what if what if something happens that but, I but tru- they can't ban it yeah i truly believe the B- bitcoin the value of the bitcoin is dependent of, on how how much people believe in it 
And like,、mm-hmm. if you have、mm-hmm. those long-term holders, mm-hmm. <laughs> hodlers, mm-hmm.、Uh, like myself, <laughs> like a true Bitcoin believer, I don't think it can be destroyed. But I mean, when、stronger. I said you can't ban Bitcoin, you can't ban Bitcoin, but you can ban the conversion of Bitcoin to physical currencies. But it, it, it's but still, you know, if it's、uh, if I'm、uh, really into it and I really think that this Bitcoin is worth sixty k, it's still gonna be worth sixty k, and I'll find a way to make sixty k if someone wants to buy from it. That's how I see it. I just think if there's a circle of people and there's more and more people into it, right? But if, for example, the government bans trading in Bitcoin and says you can't convert Bitcoin to money, then what are you going to do? Find a find a country that doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and、okay. then all、oh, right, right, right. So be like, right, they、so、came in Ireland or something. I hope I won't be on a government. Yeah, you know, like, the Isle of Wight or somewhere <laughs> they've got lax tax yeah, laws. They、yeah. also accept. But、Bitcoin. this is all hypothetical talk. I, well, well, everything's <laughs> hypothetical at the, mo- <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, I think you, you will all just find a way.、Mm-hmm. All right. So here's here's another scenario. What if quantum computing renders Bitcoin superfluous because you can mine? Yeah. So at the moment, the big thing about Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency is it's it's built on factorization.、That's、okay, hello.、What? You know a little bit about the tech, then. <laughs> What we don't know anything. Am、right. I the only one investing in crypto? Is that the?、No, I've never invested in、okay. it, but、uh, well, it's, but it's compute intensive,、mm. is what I'm saying. Sorry, say that again. What was it? Factoring of prime numbers. Well, that's how all encryption works, right? So、cool. you come up with a.、Um, Uh, you have to come up with a big prime number that that you factor. So you know how blockchain works. I know how encryption encryption works only because when I was an undergraduate student, we had to write our own encryption software. So we had to write software that generated primes and factors, and so that was in the dark past. But anyway, <laughs> but the principle the principle hasn't changed at all. I mean, that's the foundation of all. Well, not all, but a lot of encryption and crypto. That's why they call cryptocurrencies, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, is because it's unbreakable. So, like, if you have a big enough number, it's impossible for you know you need so much compute resource to try and brute force work out what the factors are that you you can't do it. So, but with quantum computing, in theory, you a lot of that stuff kind of breaks down. So this is kind of crazy because I, I'm not an expert in this. I don't really know that much about quantum computing either. But I think there is the ability to have quantum encryption too, which is very different than traditional encryption.、Mm. So it might render the whole wave of traditional cryptocurrencies superfluous in theory. I mean, they might be replaced by quantum currencies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're probably talking not in the immediate future, but maybe in decades to come. I mean, you know, I don't think it's a huge problem. Like, you know, that Bitcoin there's like a cap on how many can be mined anyway. So yeah. Yeah. even if they're all mined really quickly, someone who has a quantum computer would make heaps of money. But there's only a finite number. It wouldn't ruin、yeah. the. No, but I think the the actual encryption part. Again, this is really dumb for me saying this because I really don't know what I'm talking about. But I think you could undo that. I mean, the the part of the integrity、oh, of un- uh-huh, well, part of the integrity of cryptocurrencies is the fact that you can't cheat with them, right?、Mm. You can't break the encryption. To I don't think, but I I I, I honestly think that the community is so strong. Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know there's another Reddit. <laughs> I love hate, love hate with Reddit. <laughs> yeah, but I I just think that that's the whole point of Bitcoin. That's that's why I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much Bitcoin do you own? Let's see. It's a how much? Can't ask that. I can't ask that. Can't ask that. That's that's prohibited. All right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's controversial. <laughs> yeah. I bet it's a lot. I bet you get.、Like, I bet you get a lot. Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds、yeah. of bitcoins. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, let's not. That'll remain a secret. That'll remain. That's between you and your your broker. Yeah, yeah. someone will steal her laptop. Let's stop talking about the amount of Bitcoin that I might have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the community is so strong that, you know, the Bitcoin network, the blockchain network, (laughs) everything that supports, everything that upon which, what is Bitcoin built Mm. is constantly updated and constantly you know, maintained by the yeah. entire community. Mm. It, that's why it's decentralized. And yes, the when institutions are, you know, get involved, of course, the decentralization comes also into question. I just think that the the community of all those incri- crypto masters <laughs> is so strong that not, nothing like that could happen so fast, it, it, at least. You know, n- nothing can just come in. You know, even when they're in the past, they had those forks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that that cannot happen anymore, you know, because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I yeah, just, I mean, there are other protection just, mechanisms built yeah, into, it's too, not just the encryption. You have, yeah, it's you have the to distribution. Be. You have to be fully locked in mentally to deal with it, I think. Yeah. Having investment in crypto, you have to be like mentally like, believe in it I oh think. i before be i yeah before i invested in crypto i spent four months reading all the books that i could have find yeah to to like re- and i really believe I, at least i believe in the you know what's behind it what's the main driver of this mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes me a true bitcoin what <laughs> <laughs> <Not a lot. laughs> okay thinking about what it means for artists what do we do we think that it's i mean what's going to happen is it going to be in five years i mean no one's going to hold us to this except if you're listening to this podcast in five years time and thinking they really didn't know what they were talking about but is it going to last or is is it a fad or is it something that's going to be around for decades to come nfts yeah i think it's going to last uh, i'm kind of scared why because this is a big change I I think it's this is the starting point. This is the breaking point, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna evolve from here. And maybe in five years, for sure, in five years, it's not gonna have this shape or way of yeah. ways of working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really think that this will actually become part of our lives, even if we don't want to trade Paul Logan. Mm. YouTube <laughs> snapshots. I'm I not think even it's gonna, gonna correct you. Yeah, I think it's gonna be m- more more uh, implemented into our daily lives. Yeah. Yeah. My one hope is if it's still going in five years' time that people aren't trading shitty cat gifts for millions of dollars because it certainly mm-hmm. hasn't improved if the quality want, of art at all. No. If you want memes to end, I feel like that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. there's also just that question of like depends on what's – just because we don't like it. I don't know. I just feel that I'm totally out of – I can't necessarily relate to to those like kitty cats and, and <laughs> I don't know what it no, is. But, but and, and and yeah, I just just because I don't understand and I don't value that doesn't mean that it's not going to have the value. <laughs> but one, one thing I do, one thing I, that does interest me is I forget the name of the system, but it's built on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, is related to the like unicorns and stuff like that. Yeah. But they they've got a gene, and the gene is stored as part of the NFT, and so you can breed... John, you should do an NFT work. Well, that's what I was thinking. As soon as I read this, I thought, yeah, having worked evolutionary, in evolutionary yeah. art for so many years, this could be something actually that's really interesting. If it was possible to embed like a gene in an NFT and you could breed them together and get different things coming from that, that does seem quite an interesting concept to me. 
irrespective of the monetary aspect of it, which of course I'd be grateful to receive, <laughs> the idea that you can have something that's grown from like a from a from a digital gene yeah. that produces an artwork, but you can also breed it with other people. It's kind of really that's, that's quite really radical nice. for an for an artwork because you always think of artworks as static or complete or finished from the time you purchase them. Closed system, exactly. Yeah. Whereas if it's something that you could create new things from, mm. that's where I think you it have could get to interesting. Do, you have to do that. I was thinking about doing it. I may, mm. Maybe I'll just I'll just spend a week reading enough about NFTs. We can re-record the whole podcast so we're talking. We know what we're talking about, <laughs> and <laughs> and see if I can come up with a genetic based thing that's embedded in the NFT and. That's actually quite I'm happy to yeah, I'm happy to work on that. That sounds great. Would you buy one? Yeah. I would buy this. Oh, I yeah. would buy this. Excellent. Yeah. Good. All right. You have enough feels like you know already. having it, it reminds me of this game that Dwight Schrute from <laughs> The Office he's playing Second Life. Just yes. I, I, I I'm not sure that it does have anything to do with that, but yeah. just the idea of having, you know, something that's not Tamagotchi or, you know, just something mm. that's happening in the digital world that I'm owning. Mm-hmm. Well, these ones, are ju- it's just the features of the yeah. of the yeah. creature just change. Yeah, 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 I yeah. know. But with your aesthetic sensibility. Yeah, yeah. I so it would be an artwork. Yeah. Yeah. It, then, would be, it would be an artwork. Not, you so can create like an entire world of those creatures that are, yeah. Yeah. To do it. I do. But I think if I do do it, I have to do it like really quickly because someone yes, else will do it. Yes, that's the thing. That's what I before hate so we much. Release this, w- yeah. Before this goes live. Exactly. I someone yeah. has yeah. the I've already started, so don't think about even attempting it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just like I don't know if you can you purchase a domain for an NFT. <laughs> I don't know. A, a I don't digital know. second life. <laughs> I think so no, all, well. That's nah. the, the whole thing is you need this kind of infrastructure. <laughs> it's not just the NFT and the system. You need a kind of method or an infrastructure around. Well, how do you trade? And I think that's where the Ethereum thing comes in because they've they've got mechanisms to help with that. I'm like, sure it's easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll just yeah, get on Google get immediately. Sure. Watch how to NFT. Uh, we'll be the first buyers. I'm actually happy to go on the NFT board to buy okay. something. Yeah, great. Yeah. Good. We should do a part two. How oh, did yeah. it go? How, how did it, it go? In six <laughs> months' time, yeah. I've sold two. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be, but I think the the pro, the process of actually trying to get involved would actually teach us so much that you know we haven't been involved at all right now. That's true. It's, we could probably yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Some more. I think depth. if there's ever a time to get into it, it's right now. If you leave yeah. it for even for a month or two, it'll. I know, and I don't like that pressure. I don't really like getting uh, the outside pressure to do something. I just feel like I'm like I just don't want to no, do it. No. I'll just say it's never too late to invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> You would. That's, you that's would say that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe it isn't too late to do it well. Maybe you don't need Maybe to Maybe not this week because it really got up. It got up. <laughs> yeah. it got up. But I guess. Once <laughs> the hype's died down a yeah. bit and uh, it's... Yeah. Never. It could be. Yeah. I had another question I wanted to talk about quickly, mm-hmm. and that's to do with AIs and NFTs. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, it's one thing for a human to do an artwork and for uh, have have an NFT of authenticity associated with it. What if an AI makes an artwork and wants an NFT? What's the is there a moral or legal dilemma there? So a non-human is the the owner of the NFT. But but can AI really want have that wish? Let's assume for the sake of argument that it's programmed to. Okay. That's that's nice. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. It kind of uh, makes it more like like an, an AI could actually be a, an artist and and sell it, right? Yeah. The the person who authored the AI could be just simply wanting to make money. So it's mm-hmm. an AI that makes art. I mean, you don't even have to know that it's an AI and releases it with NFTs and tries to sell them mm-hmm. and then even tries to manipulate the market by buying things back or whatever to raise the price of them. 
in that's order its to, goal, just to yeah. make profit. That's sad. Yeah, my, well, my next question would be, like, who will get the money? The person who owns the AI. Well, mm. it's also their wish then to get involved. Yeah, well, they're just like they, a they Wall the Street investor from, instead of yeah. instead of doing shorting futures on... You know the not the the game store. Uh huh. GameStop. 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 Yeah. Instead of instead of shorting GameStop, they just <laughs> got this thing where they just press the button. The AI makes the art. The AI attaches the NFT to it. The AI trades the the art, and people don't know that it's an AI necessarily. It's this mysterious online artist who is that happening already? <laughs> probably. I don't. Well, I don't know. Do you think it's it's okay? Well, certainly people are making art with AI. There's no doubt about that. They've been doing it for a long time. So it's you only have to connect the dots, AI, NFT. Well, I mean, that was already... I mean, they were, the, the creator of the AI was involved. That's already been happening well, for a while. Well, this is all my hypothetical. I mean, I'm, just, it's, I'm sure there's other ways it could happen too. But it could be that you've got an AI that makes art. I mean, you could easily attach an NFT to that particular artwork that's generated by the AI. People are doing that. But it's like if an AI was doing it... It could it, it would flood it would flood the you know if you looked at like that you know hundreds of thousands of generated images that an AI mm. could make no one's interested like that's why they don't really have values because they haven't really been hand curated maybe that's the curation process who buys it yeah maybe I didn't think that one through I don't really know because well. it already is a thing it's a thing like <laughs> AI generated art and NFTs is already yeah that's, that's what I mean but it's just when you join them together does it no but it's already it, the people have already joined them together people have already been selling AI generated art okay but but they they did it. Not the AI. Mm. What, so what was the AI's role? I don't understand. They generated the, sorry. Well, the, AI did it, the AI did it as in did the art, but the person did the connection with Was it. AI yes. just a, oh, okay. Like GANs. GANs. GANs with NFTs attached. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confusing myself. I have no idea. I'm confused too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, yeah, 